Hey fan peeps, this is your podcast host Kunal here. I started this during the pandemic, and in this podcast I discuss my nerdy thoughts and hobbies with you, with the occasional special guest. From anime to zeppelins, we talk about it all. Hi everybody, thanks for joining us. We have, I think our sixth guest, sixth or eighth guest, I've lost track because we're so popular now. And her name is Gloria. Gloria, can you introduce yourself? Say hi. Hello, my name is Gloria, or some people like to call me G, or like Glow, mm. or just I just sing my name in a Catholic song. Yeah, I mean, like, who would <laughs> sing people's names in Catholic songs? I mean, they must sound incredibly weird and odd to do those things, you know, when they're talking about Spider-Man at the same time, but like, you know. But, uh, I mean, there's a whole religion that follows it, literally both the Catholics and Spider-Man, so. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, like, which one are you talking about, the Marvel-verse or the Catholics? Because I am unconfused <laughs> on both ends at that point. Because we're going to get into a holy war of, oh, God, this is this completely started off on the best foot. So, like, uh, uh, like there's one of my comedians, like, that I love is Patton Oswalt, and he talks about, like, it's, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he talks about how every time he's like i'm an atheist so i don't care but you guys gotta realize how you sound when you when you talk to other people who aren't christian it's like a comic book nerd going to comic con talking to one of the actors who go and like hey so in episode five of season four when you were saying this line and the and the person will probably respond by going that was 20 years ago i remember like maybe saying that but it's been so long i don't remember what was going on and I'm like, you guys are, you guys are, you're, you're pigeonholed. You follow, like, you follow like a religion. You just go into it. Yeah. Know? And then it's like, oh, but I don't really accept those parts or I don't believe in that. I'm like, y'all just like are talking about instead of Green Lanterns, you're talking about, uh, you know, Jesus and whatnot. And Jesus is pretty dope. You, think, you know, Jesus is pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's a, apparently it's a big weekend too. So for Jesus. This is true. Um, oh, you know. Yep. Taken from the pagan holiday of Ishtar, and then they made it called Easter, and we got bunnies and eggs, which totally makes sense. I never, I never understood. Okay, so I grew up Hispanic, right? Yes. Tell us about yourself, because like I'm gonna stop talking about holy wars. Let's let you talk for a while. (laughs) So I grew up Hispanic, right? And in Hispanic, like household, any of my fellow Latinos are gonna understand when I say this. It's like you celebrated it so differently when you were younger. Okay, so how we celebrated it is we had this thing called cascarones. Cascarones basically means it's an eggshell. So when you have an egg, you like, and you know how you crack open an egg, you drain yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. So for this, what you do is that you crack open the bottom part and you drain it and you keep the shell. So you at least kind of have like a, you have the egg that has like a hole to put something in it. And in it, you put confetti. So instead of candy or like money, how like you do in like the plastic eggs, we're using the egg, which is a cascaron. And then you get this tissue paper and you put it over the egg. And then you would, the, our parents, we would like do them all together, like with our mom and our dad and like our friends. I remember we used to go camping and the whole weekend was circled around Easter, but it wasn't circled around how I saw Easter growing up in Omaha. So I grew up in Omaha. I also, side note, I also grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to my Cornhuskers. <laughs> I moved over here to Mizzou like this year to take a new job, so okay, that's why cool. I'm here. Um, but anyway, and we would go to this place in Texas and Brownsville and just go camping. And so we were in like picture like 
the like our Easter egg hunt was literally in like the, the campgrounds, like with the woods and the trees, and oh, it was so much fun. So our family would like hide our cascarones in the oh, like everywhere, and then that was our Easter egg hunt. But once at the end, when you had all your eggs, instead of like getting together in a circle and opening up the eggs and like trading candy, you know, we would crack them on each other's head. So it was oh my god, it was so much fun. Like, but like I have big curly hair. My hair would get the little confetti just deep in them, and like in my curly hair. So every single time after, it was like you're literally cracking everyone. You're fi- you're finding the eggs for the first fifteen minutes, then. Like it was a five minute scroll of cracking all the eggs, and then it's like a forty five minute pickup. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> I pack so much with my hands, so when it's you okay. have to like hold something, it's like oh. it's just like hard. But yeah, I just it was interesting you say that because I just heard a podcast on ASL. Uh, one of the actors from Next Generation was a deaf actor, and they brought him in. He and they had someone transcribe the audio for him, but it was it was interesting. He's like, whenever you come into contact with deaf people, just like don't be afraid to use your hands. So that just came to my mind. <laughs> Regardless, the holiday you're just like the way you're describing this like reminds me of how like Indian people celebrate Holi. I don't know if you're familiar. Yes. Okay. I've never had a chance to go okay. to Holi, and I want to go to Holi so bad. It's so much fun. I have only done it I think once or twice. If I was and I, and I was a kid at that point, there are big oh. celebrations out for it, and St. Louis is on their slough and Washu campus. They're huge out mm-hmm. there. I don't remember, to be honest, I don't remember what it celebrates. I wish I did. But Isn't uh, it the um, celebration of, co- of, of spring? Or like, because I remember in like, I we used is. to do that at my school. And yeah. they used to take time towards the celebration of spring, holy. Yeah, I think, I think it is. I think you're bang on right on what it is. And uh, basically, you just fill up Nerf guns and you just like shoot each other with just like color. And it's so much fun. That reminds me so much of the Easter growing up, man. Seriously. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Have you experienced Easter with like um your like your friends that are not like I've experienced Easter with friends that are not the kids that yeah. are like, born born raised Nebraskans and I'm like it's so different. So it's very enjoyable, but it's just so different. So one more background on me. Parents sure. are Mexican. My dad, he yeah, I think he had a really he had a really, really, really cool job. I remember when I was a kid, I would always like, love to brag about it. And I'm just like, God, I probably sound like one of those kids that's like, my papa, my papa, my papa. No, like, oh God. <laughs> As your butler comes up, that's the background kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he was he was a diplomat for Mexico. Is the easiest way I can explain it? Was he a diplomat like from the from the states or from Mexico to? from mexico to the states to this oh by the way that's cool yeah yeah and i grew up so i grew up with the best of both worlds is how i like to say it my school i went to all my education was done in the u.s so i was born in texas and texas already is a big melting pot of like hispanics Caucasians and like Tex-Mex like that's like you really see it there unfortunately it's only known for its racism but it actually is a really melting pot it's so sad to be like, like this is why I like Texas, and I, I'm from Texas, but everyone else just considers it like a racist melting pot. I'm like, but damn, like it just sucks that. Yeah. It is look like that, but it's kind of like I, Saint, like St. Louis. Like you, you'll actually find like it's it's segregated. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's very like this multi multi ethnic society, and we're only known for. And I swear to you, like it's all across the board all the time internationally. It's like gooey butter cake. 
and racism. Um, <laughs> that's like, like people in India were talking about like, uh, we support Michael Brown. And I'm like, it's like, like even in, in all the way to India, like people are like, ah, oh, like, uh, I'm like, thank you. But I'm like, fuck, this is, we're only known for racism out here. God damn it. <laughs> well, dude, okay. When I was in, I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. So yeah. what do you think of what do you think of Nebraska when you first hear Nebraska? Definitely like farmlands, probably the same stereotypes that come whenever they hear Missouri, like farmlands out in the boonies, really rural, probably not the most integrated. Because when my father told us that we were moving, because his job also requires him to move. His job is basically he there's embassies from Mexico in the States and he helped he would run the embassies pretty much. So we but the thing with that is that with government jobs, like they kind of like move you around. I also like to have like military, you know? Yeah, like, like my parents had a similar background. They don't tell you when you're moving and where you're moving to. They're just like, all right. And they don't tell you how long. Like we were in Omaha for eight years. And that whole entire time in the eight years that, my, that we were in Omaha, there was about six moves that wow. happened while he was there. And, you know, I really didn't realize it when I was a kid, but like now as an adult, you look back, especially with my big move that I did, like my mom would always say, we, we would start school, right? And so my mom would always be like, God, just one more year that we're here so you can at least finish this next grade in school. And then eighth grade comes and then you go into high school and then another move comes and your mom's like, God, let's, let's not be on this list so that we can finish high school and you can do your freshman year. Okay, then sophomore year, then junior year, and I'll see you done. Okay, great, at least. You finish high school, if you go on to college somewhere else, you know, and we have to move, like, yes, it's going to be hard, but you're, it's in like that adult phase, you know, but I just feel like I grew up so differently because I always had my family with me. Growing up in that Hispanic mindset, yeah. in the American culture, like, we don't leave our houses. At least I look at like my cousins and stuff and mm -hmm. like people that like, that are growing up in Mexico, that grew up in Mexico, that grew up different than I did but they're still my family. Like we don't, we didn't stay with our parents and we didn't put up with, my parents didn't put up with half of the shit that my, that my cousins are doing because my parents were like hard on us because they knew that one day they were probably going to be like, okay, we have to go here and you're going to have to like, like really stubborn up and like, you know, just like discipline. Like, and the reason why I say this is because like my guy cousin, He's like wrecked my uncle's car. He's like gone. Like he's like just kicked out of school. Like oh shit. He's a good guy, but he's also like, dude, get your shit together, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my uncle, just like I think it's also the culture and the mindset that like in Mexico, at least from what I've seen, mm -hmm. um, my opinion is that like the men are much more valued there because of a culture thing. You know, the guys go, they do the work, they. You stay home, you clean, you clean, that's fine to an extent because to an my extent. uncle now looks at my cousin and it's like my cousin is so disrespectful to my uncle, like, and they still keep paying stuff for him. My uncle's still like, oh, whatever the kid wants, whatever the little boy wants. I'm like, bro, if I did half the shit, I, my ass was, would, would you, you, we probably wouldn't be talking right now. Come on. I'm sure. that right now. I, I mean, Seriously. I believe it. I believe it. So, like, it's something I, I I've always found like common trends with other, I mean, I don't know how else to put it, like international families. Like I've definitely seen mm -hmm. that. Not so, I mean, I've definitely seen that in my culture too. Not in my family so much, but I've definitely seen other Indian kids who are first generation or not. And 
the guys are always more valued than the women. And I'm like, okay, this isn't like psychologically damaging for the future and, <laughs> and, and whatnot. Like no wonder, like most of them ended up as, as drunks or um, in getting, getting divorced like six times or something like that. So yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah. And, and even one of my friends, he's been mentioned on the podcast, I think in the show notes before, but if you're listening, Alejandro, um definitely he's he's Shout definitely, out Alejandro yeah Shout Alejandro's Alejandro. He's great great guy like someone I've known I need to have him on the pod I just you know we've been trying to do that he's been so busy but he is he's his family's from Mexico too and you know he's definitely mentioned everything you've just said like to it almost to like a scary t in terms of like wrecking a car so it's like yeah. when like Encanto came out and like it was a great I was movie gonna ask you all... about Encanto before we <laughs> I was like, is it racist if I bring it up or is it? No, not absolutely okay. not. Because okay. I am the one that will always try to bring it up. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so but like when Santo came out, I loved all like the love and all like the recognition and like all the TikToks. Like I loved the love that it was like a genuinely good movie and like people yes. genuinely loved it. I, like they, I don't, I feel like this movie, they didn't see like color. They were just like, this is a good movie with a banging song. Yeah. Now I loved I loved it because of the recognition, but then I'm sitting looking at it and I'm like, damn, Disney really did make a movie out of all of the stars, us immigrant kids' generational trauma. It did. It's a real thing. Wow, it's so real. Like, but I'm also like vibing to the songs, and I'm like, songs are great. Yep, that's all, that's accurate. Yep. yep there's a there's yep, a that's picture totally that's been floating around like on the web lately. It's been talking about like movies, and, and there's there's always the example of threes, but I only got two. It's like uh, Turning Red, Encanto, and then I think another one. And it's like all the writers who are grown up now made movies made movies about like acceptance and inter- intergenerational trauma as opposed to just like goofier things that... Not to say that Pixar and Disney haven't done hard-hitting things before. No, and, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, they, they, they really like are that. focusing on it more this time. It's not like the typical like Disney princess... It's yes. not the typical, you know, and coming from someone that loves Disney princess, it's like, I'm like, yes, I love the idea, like the princess thing. I mean, shoot, I grew up as a princess. Like, I, we were spoiled in my family. Us girls, oh my God, my dad spoiled us so much. Shout out to dad. Thank you. I love you. Anyway, the point is that <laughs> seeing something different is like, so like, it's so cool because it, because it gets like played out so much. Like I could, don't get me wrong, I could, I could watch. A million Disney princess songs, Disney princess movies. My favorites are Tangled, Brave, oh, yeah. and Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. But Aurora from Sleeping Beauty is my last favorite off okay. the top three. Let me tell you why. I don't think she really doesn't do anything other than sleep, and that's what I want to do with my life <laughs> all day, every day. Seriously, if you're telling me all I have to do in life is just get some good sleep and then get woken up by a magical prince that kisses me and is like yo we are married we're living our best life i'm rich i live in a castle and i have a prince Bruh. get some good jammies of nightfall like you'll be fine it's gonna be a good time <laughs> yeah. um if anything but then, like, but then you see like tangled and then you see brave and it's like like these girls are like doing it like it's just too much the counter opposite but then sometimes just seeing too many like the like the princess style like you get bored yeah you know? i think that's where mulan came in and was like okay there's more like you can be a, you can be a princess and or not princess but you can be just like an average girl and especially yeah. for asian families like i wonder like that one came out so turning red could kind of show up later i feel 
o'clock, so turning red can fly. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually planning on seeing it at night. I've heard nothing but good things about it. My niece and nephew, my niece and nephew saw it and they're like, uh, you should totally see it. I'm like, okay, well, if a seven and four year old are telling me this, then I definitely got to see it. It is so good. I never thought like, okay, so you know how when you like watch, like you watch, you watch Spongebob. Oh yeah. You know how Spongebob had like the like sexual like jokes that as a kid you don't get? No, not at all. Just go over your head. So I feel that like turning red was like such a relatable one because like I'm looking at it as an adult now and I'm like it's basically a movie of a girl coming of age. You Can you know? introduce the dog real quick? That you got? Yes, of course. So everybody, this is Bartholomew. We call him Bart for short. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm holding a ball right now. Look at him. Ready? Oh, okay. Hey, buddy. He's living his best life. Anyway. Uh, good for him. What kind of this dog is, is Bart, that? Everybody, he's a miniature schnauzer. Bartholomew. You'll see him throughout the day, you know. We're going to be here for a bit. No doubt. But, going back to Turning Red. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it as an adult, and I'm relating to it because it's a coming-of-age story. It talks about a girl growing up, and you grow up and go through puberty, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is the perfect way on how to explain. Like, if I ever have kids, mm-hmm. well, whenever I have kids, I hope to have kids one day in the future, I want to be able to show them like if I have a little girl I'm gonna be like look like your body's changing this movie is gonna make you feel like so good about it I loved it because I'm like god like I wish I had something else to like really just feel good about it because your body's changing like I remember when I was and I think that's, I don't know if that's like a thing with like immigrant parents or going, like, kind of going back to that but like when you grew up and when you go through like the like, puberty and stuff it's like they know how to take it, but also, like, they don't. I don't think any parent does, really, actually. Not just immigrant parents, anyway. I mean, to be fair, like, being a parent is, like, from what I've heard, you're going to make mistakes, and there's, you're entrusted with a human being. I watched my nephew once, and so many crazy, like, so many crazy things came to my head when I was watching him. I was like, what if he, what if he dies in his sleep, and I'm, like, watching him or something? Like, what if something happens? Yeah, and, and like, what if like something happens to him? And no, of course he's fine. He's absolutely fine right now. But there's so much stuff that goes through your mind. There's stuff that goes through your mind. I was like, I like, there was a part of me I was like, okay, I, I, I gotta be. I'm like, I went to go downstairs to get something, and I'm like, don't answer the door for anything. And like, I start understanding things that my parents told me when I was a kid. And he just looks, looks at me, and he's like, kind of puzzled. But he's like, okay, but yeah. why? But like, but why? Because when you're a kid, you're like. But what? Because I remember my kid, my parents. All right, my parents. I don't know if any other, anyone else is going to this. I hope they do. My parents, when I was a kid, they left me with my sister. My sister's four years older than me, right? But they left me with her alone. Like, let's say I think my sister was like fifteen, sixteen okay. around there. And my parents were always like, "Don't open the door. Whatever you do, do not open the door." Like, and they would only leave me for like an hour or two. Like, they would just wanted to go like 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 get a dinner with like a friend or something. Like, so it wasn't a huge deal. It wasn't a big deal, and it was like like down the street. Like, it was like to your neighborhood Applebee's or something. Like, oh, you know, when you're there, your family, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the irony of it. <laughs> but your parents. <laughs> yeah. Your parents you always say, "Well, to me, I'm just like, no abras la puerta, no abras la puerta, nunca abras la puerta." Like, we're never gonna send anybody to. To, to knock on the door so even because people would say oh your mom sent me oh your dad or your mom sent me it's like they would always tell us like nobody is literally going to ever do that 
we have the keys to our own door. We'll come inside. Like, don't, exactly. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, I <laughs> so totally like, get never, that. No, we never did. And it's like, but now you're like, oh, like, dang. Like, I am so excited to meet my niece. Like I said, I had I had a new goal. Now that you talked about nieces and nephews. Yeah. I'm so excited to meet her. She was born in December. We are both Sagittarius. No way. Congrats. She was, she was born on the 21st, and I am from on the 13th. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay, you guys are like barely, a, barely a, uh, it's like what, nine days? Nine days, yeah. I would, I'm horrible at I saw your, like, it's funny because, like, I always, I don't know if everyone knows, but like, I always send people notes to, like, hey, you know, like, we'll, we'll have some sort of a semi script. Um, and it's like you specifically talked about math on there and I was like very I'm like I know exactly what you mean um, I can do some basic math as well but, uh, but do you ever do you ever catch yourself like okay what's two plus two it's four okay don't you ever catch yourself just you're like thinking okay just to be sure open calculator two plus two four because especially if it's for like work or something I want to check oh it twice my God. because yes. what if you're wrong and then that just like falls on you I had a big fuck up moment at work the other day. I still, no. thought, I still thought I was going to get fired, but, um, oh, but I'll, I'll give you like the context without like giving like, like, like the, like, you know, I'm not going to steal any company secrets. <laughs> I mean, you can, we'll just like cut them out or bleep them or something. We'll just do like the comedy central, like bleep to make it more funny or something. <laughs> and be like, they'll never know. Or, like, <laughs> bleep, like they'll never know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I use I still work in social media and I had this post right mm-hmm. I had the time and the date and I knew the brand and everything so I'm typing it out and I'm looking over it I'm reading it once twice three times I copied and I'm like thinking about sending it to a friend to like one of my coworkers. and then all of a sudden I, I look I, I sit there and I look at it again and I'm like no, everything looks fine. So I'm literally, I delete the message from being sent. So I don't send it to a coworker for like a second advice. So I go ahead and I post it. Posted it at like in the, like nine in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And then at eight at night, my coworker's like, wait, that, the word hours is misspelled wrong. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? But he didn't tell me this until like eight o'clock later at night. So it's already so been up there for 12 been up the whole day. Exactly. Okay. So at night, I'm walking the bar, you know, I'm listening to my tunes. I had a good day, you know, like literally it was a good day at work. I had a great dinner. I made some good food and bar and I would just vibe it, having the time of our lives on our evening walk. So, so I get the message and my heart literally sinks. Like a little pit just opened and swallowed me whole. I rushed to the post and I'm like, no, ours is spelled correctly. I took a screenshot and I saw ours, O-U-R-S. That's how you spell hours, right? I, f- I think right. so, yeah. Like, okay, good. <laughs> like, as you were saying, I'm like, that that sounds right. Like, that, that, that's like... <laughs> so then I respond to the, to the team and I'm like, no, ours is spelled correctly. Look. And then they're like, Gloria, there's two hours. The second hour is misspelled. Oh. Oh, my God. It oh, was like, no. I thought I had saved it. I thought I thought I saved the moment. I thought I was a superhero of it all. And then the second one pops up and I'm like Like you send them a Snapchat of it and it's like they send you <laughs> circle the correct hours and they're like, No, 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 they send you one back. It's like, no, we forgot the the second one and they circle. I like it. took the screenshot of it and I send it to I didn't circle it. I was like, Oh my god. I'm like, thank God I didn't circle it, because if not, 
I would have, they would have served me a huge piece of humble pie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. It would have been calorie that, full. Like, you oh my God. Uh, I'm oh, enjoying yeah. all of this and we've been going on like tangents <laughs> on tangents and I love I love these kind of conversations because it's just like a chill vibe and that's what I do for the podcast but tell oh, us yeah. like how you came to be how you how you found this podcast in the first place and you can share as much as you like or as little as you yeah. like so um your lovely co-host and I we met and we decided to date um we met on good on, choice on, well I was <laughs> he's a really good guy seriously. I moved to St. Louis in August and then I decided I'm like you know what I'm gonna jump on some dating apps because before I moved here I was like okay I'm gonna look for groups to join so I joined this group called a uh, young professional for St. Louis mm-hmm. and then I was like okay I joined like uh St. Louis date things to do because those that group has such great food recommendations and I'm such a foodie so mm-hmm. that's what the reason why I joined it, we but should, anyway, we should talk after about that stuff. <laughs> I would be up for let's, that. Let's do it. Okay. Um, and, but I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on some dating. I'm like, I'm some dating apps too, because I'm like, nowadays it either you can, yeah, you can go to places like I'm a dog park right now and everything, but it's more, it's more than coming to thing to like date online and like really go up to person and talk. So I was like, so while I'm here, I'm getting to know people. Let's just also like do, let's just also jump online. Yeah. And my mentality was like, I just moved here. If I meet somebody, if it turns into something, great. And if or if it doesn't, it just turns into like a friendship. Okay, but like you know, you're just putting yourself out there. So anyway, so then I came across your lovely co-host profile, Mr. Lance. We both swipe. Yeah. <laughs> we both swipe right on each other, and right, right, yeah, you swipe right. Swipe right, yeah. Left swipe is bad. We swipe right. No, no, no. We didn't. We didn't swipe left. <laughs> Um, we both met twice and um, we uh, we dated for we dated for a good I think it was like six months I would say six or five months well I mean we did a lot of cool stuff together we went to Chicago on his birthday and uh, we went oh we want to go see Andrew Schulte and Andrew Schulte he's one of he's a really good comedian and Lance kind of introduced me to him wait a minute like East Coast guy has a really good like really really strong New York accent Jewish yes Okay. Yes. I my brother's a really big fan of him, and he's said some like he's just really fucking funny. Yeah. He's like he's, he, yeah. He is so he is so funny. So Lance was like, "Hey, I'm going on a trip to Chicago. Uh, I want to go see um, Andrew Schulte." So and he invited me to go. I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." I'm thinking I've never seen this comedian before in my life, but we're going on a trip to Chicago. I'm with my boyfriend. We had a fantastic time. It was a really fun trip. Good. But I remember we were sitting at the theater, and I asked him, like, okay, well, you know how you sit there, like, pre, pre-show, like, it's going on. People are, you know, trickling in and everything. So we're sitting there, and I'm enjoying, I love going in the theaters. I love yeah. seeing, like, the old, like, design and everything. And so we went, and when we, I was, like, we were, like, done, like, oh, my God, wow. I asked Lance, so how do you know, how do you know I am Chelsea? He's like, oh, yeah, well, I listened to his podcast, and so we started talking about podcasts. Oh, okay. And then okay. he mentioned that he does a podcast with you. And I'm like, wait, what? You do a podcast? <laughs> and I went, and if you, and, okay, so you know Lance. Yeah. Lance is very full of surprises. Yes, that is the best thing. Of, which is funny because he said the same thing about me, too. So <laughs> yeah, he, the kid is full of surprises. Like, no, but I, no, I agree. Serious. I yeah. agree. So I was. Knowing how he is, I was like, 
my mind couldn't calculate it because knowing me how like being very like talkative and like outgoing and like and Nancy just is more chill and just vibing. I'm like, how does someone that's so chill and vibe have a podcast? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's kind of how yeah, you're not that's you're not a, lost. That was a surprise. So I was like, okay, well, well, let's take a look at the podcast. Come on now. And Lance and I have in common that we also that we like Marvel. And I can tell you do like in your your chair. Uh yeah. Please I, your chair is Captain America. Yeah. It is Captain America, yeah. And so Lance and I love Marvel. And we were uh we had just gone to Chicago. So we're leaving that Chicago and we flew back. And that night, the flight got in pretty early, and I was like, I kind of want to go to get back early. You know, you want to nap, rest before you go back to work the next day. But um, that same day, we went to go see Spider Man, uh-huh. the newest one. No way home. And, yeah. yeah, no way home. Oh my gosh. And that's kind of how we started just talking about like how he got into the podcast, and mm-hmm. then how you guys, I asked, what do you guys talk about? Like, what do you talk about more than anything? Like, because like our even our whole relationship, I was like, I would you and you can ask him too. I was like, God, I was like, you're so shy, you're so shy, you're so shy, and I'm not. You have to get I'm them not. talking talking about things, and once you do, it it, it just it's like, doesn't stop. It's, it doesn't stop, but it doesn't stop in an, in a in a very like it doesn't stop. Like, in oh my a god, good, stop in a, talking in a good way. Like, like it, it's like yeah. it doesn't stop, and like oh shit, like where is this? Like like okay, I'll just tell you now, like the short version. Like I we met at a weightlifting gym. Uh, one of our, one of his friends from high school was one of the guys who worked at the gym and mm-hmm. I was working with one of the ever trainers. I was wearing a one punch man t-shirt and, and, uh, and I was talking to his trainer and Lance is just like sweating and he's like tired. And, and he was always like, you know, he was always super quiet. And then like, I finished talking to, to AJ, the trainer, uh, who always gets a shout out in our episodes, just casually gets shout outs. Uh, Another and, shout out. This shout is the official shout out to the trainer. Shout to out to the trainer to AJ and um, <laughs> to AJ and uh and so like as I'm like right on about to walk away, Lance goes like, "So have you read the manga for One Punch Man?" And I'm and I'm like turning around, I'm like, "I have never heard you speak before. What just happened?" <laughs> and and then it kind of became a friendship after that. So I know exactly what you mean. Like he's just very like, like that's why his nickname in the gym was the Assassin, is because he's he would just go in there crush workouts. And then, um, like, not say, say a word. And like, not say a word. And if you did talk to him, it would be like, like, if, at least it was, if it was me, I would just be cracking up, like, because <laughs> the kid just like knew how to do that. And then, um, that's kind of how it started. Because like, people who have listened to this podcast, I think it's a really big compliment. Because like, even if they're not terribly nerdy as such, mm-hmm. they will be like, "You guys have amazing chemistry." And I'm like, "I know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I know." I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so uh, shout out, shout out to Lance for introducing me to the podcast. And thank you, Lance. Mm-hmm. Thank you, um, Lance. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I just, you know, think, but unfortunately, sometimes things just don't, don't work. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those, especially like with like the show. Okay. It's just sometimes like, like it just doesn't work out because like my personality is very like at a, hundred mm-hmm. you you will ha- catch me like maybe on an 80 on a bad day you know <laughs> okay <laughs> we gotta think positive i i would if i could tell one thing to anybody is always 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 look at the glass half full sure always 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 sure. but anyway so 
and his person and his personality and I my wavelength always goes one way and his is just you know and sometimes it doesn't make music but yeah, you know, yeah sometimes just how it works like they say opposites attract but it has to attract in the in the right way and, and exactly just, and uh you know he had nothing but good things to say about you when when you guys did date and then like even after I will totally say though, if I ever see him out about me, like, yo, Lance, like, you know, knowing me, I'm a big, hey, Lance, what's going on? Like, I will be like, the, yeah. the, that one friend that is always like, you know how, like, you go out and you still see, like, that one friend that, like, is loud and, like, fun and just have really vibing? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. That's, that's going to be you. Okay. Cool. That's going to be me. I'm like, yo, what up? I don't want to get off topic. But yes, that's how I yes. got to know. That's how I got to know the podcast. Shout out to everyone that got me to the podcast. <laughs> so then, uh, so then you like he was telling me that you guys were listening to the History Has Bars and It Rhymes episode. Is my two friends in favor? We were talking about like he specifically mentioned that, and, and I know you saw the Spider Man episode, but then I also know that you especially liked that episode. So I was just wondering if, like, we talked about Steve Harvey had a reference, of course, as as he should. And then I love Steve Harvey. It's just Steve. <laughs> on TikTok, he's hilarious. Like he's actually like really like I had an uncle that I actually met him um, because okay. yeah, it was weird. Um, and then I want to also talk about your dad a little more before we forget. But uh, yeah, but yeah, my one of my uncles was in garments. Uh, it's actually weirdly enough how my parents met is because they were in garments, and like so, my uncle still did or does it on the small side these days and steve harvey wanted to do a clothing line at the time and uh-huh. he had like two security guards come in and he was like very very kind and everything but i was just like uncle Joe, like how did you just casually meet steve harvey one day and just then just drop it at a family <laughs> dinner like who the fuck does that apparently steve harvey and your uncle <laughs> apparently yeah apparently like that i don't know if anything came to fruition from that meeting or whatnot but uh but it was just weird anyhow <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have we have jumped all over the place, and I have enjoyed it uh, tremendously. Same. Something that oddly enough, your, your our fathers actually have in common. He's probably gonna get pissed at me for telling this, but he worked in he was in Indian politics for a very very short time, and mm-hmm. and worked on like the lower level, like the, what they call the junior congress. Because like there's one day I see a a picture in in our family photo books, and I'm like, why is there a picture of you and the prime minister? And and he's like, oh, yeah, I worked for them for a while. You guys want to get dinner now? Like, that's just how we treated it, too. Just, it <laughs> like, funny. It's so funny that you say that, Kamala, because I remember my dad, every year, they would go, they would have a reunion in Mexico. And it was, uh, it was like around like Thanksgiving time, if I remember correctly. I remember it was cold. So I don't remember if it was like Thanksgiving or if it was like post Christmas or uh, pre Christmas or post Christmas. Sure. Bottom line is they always had they always had a reunion, and every year the consulates of the, of like whatever, like all the United States consulates would get together in Mexico and have like dinner with the president, and like there's a photo that I was because we all have those family albums. Like my mom, my mom like recorded and photoed and everything. Like we have like books and books and books of family albums, and I remember some days for fun I would just sit and look through them. But one day I came across like this photo and. It was like, I knew my dad and then like, I knew the president and I was like, oh, this is super fucking cool, but also like, okay, how? cool, moving on. How? Like, yeah. How? Like, like, and I, that's, that's the moment where I was like, 
my dad's job is really cool because he gets to meet the president of the Mexican cool. like nation, you guys. Like uh, question, was that was that the, was that the president of Mexico you said? President of Mexico, yeah. So was that so, Vincente? Vincente Fox? No, uh, he met Vicente Fox. Okay. But the one I think that I saw was with um the one before this, the current one. So currently it's a guy called they they have nicknames Almos. Okay. Um, God, I don't know what that acronym stands for. We but, can circle um, back and put that in the show notes or something. That's no big deal. Yeah. yeah but the, the president that he was with was with um, Enrique Peña Nieto. And oh, I definitely heard that name before. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was two photos. There was one with like him and like the president and all the other cons. So basically, everybody else that had my job's position as well that were in consulates and like from Texas, from New York, from California, like. All of them down in Mexico, like for their yearly, their yearly reunion. And I remember it was like so cool. And like I would go take it to my dad, and like my dad would like tell me about like his trip and, you know, and like all the other presidents that, that he like met. Cause I was like, oh my God. Like I was like, I was gonna go look at my dad. Like, my dad is fucking awesome. Like his yeah. dad is so cool. His passport, like, no joke, must be his passport must be full of stamps. Like it must have everything stamped up, I bet. Another cool fun fact, I have like because I'm a Mexican citizen and a US citizen, so I have dual citizenship. Oh nice. Okay. So I have like two I have like two passports. So it's always super cool because like I I get to go travel to Mexico and enter Mexico as like a, I'm a Mexican citizen. Because well, I am a Mexican citizen. No problems, just come just, right in. Just, just come right in. And then same thing for the United States. I'm a United States citizen. And it's just smooth sailing. Come on in. So like I grew up with the best. I like to say I grew up with the best of both worlds. And I remember going to like my dad's office and just like seeing his like desk and the Mexican flag like right next to his desk. Mm-hmm. And like the back part of his desk in his office had like photos of us and like his awards. And I remember just standing there and just like admiring it all, you know? They always say that our parents are proud of us, but at that moment, I really felt like proud of like my parents. For sure, I don't know yeah, if that's like, like, a, that was, like a thing, but it, I felt like so proud of them. I was like, God, like we're so cool. <laughs> not to not to try to sound conceited, but it was no, really no, cool. no, no. It's it sounds really cool. Like I, I have a ton of questions that follow into like, did he ever go to the UN? I mean, you said he's already met. He met other people in the international uh, diplomatic yeah. world. Like, how did before we even do that? How did he even get to this? So, what is the path to that? This is from my from my knowledge. Yeah. My dad studied international relations in La Unam. The I do know La Unam because I have like his, his college. His college is called La Unam. Okay. And he studied international relations and then he went into foreign affairs as best I could explain it. Gotcha. Uh, and there's kind there's two different kinds of paths that you can take within that career, from what I understand. And one's like the best way I can explain is like one's for life and one's like temporary. <laughs> it's like full time, part time kind of thing, I guess. Gotcha. <laughs> and um, he went. He decided to go for life, for like a career. So he got sent to work in an embassy uh, when my sister was just three months old. Okay. So and, my sister. And did he have like a Mexico. master's degree, or was it just like undergrad and then kind of go? It, it, it's 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 kind of like a master's degree. Yeah. So okay. he graduated. I'm sorry. So he graduated from Nam with his uh with his like master's. Let's let's equivalent make it to like a master's. Um, and then he went into like actually the actual full into the actual field. And then that's when it's like you're like you know you can possibly get because you study international relations. You study your your country's 
rules and regulations in basically someone else's country, someone else's rules and regulations in a way. Like so, and that's like the, just like the, the, the in and out of like like politics and international relations. But they started in they left Mexico. God, when my sister was three months old, she's thirty two with a baby. So years ago, years gotcha. ago. And you just my made a dad bunch went, of people so like go collectively grown. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I think I just made my sister grown too. She <laughs> <laughs> just had a baby and I just called her old. Oh my God. It's okay. She's she's just achieving her legend status, as I like to say. No, so yeah. She's, she's I love you, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm turning 30 in a month and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> it's time to be a legend. Let's do this nonsense. All right. Um, <laughs> the, the youngest of the oldest people the oldest of the youngest people at this point so fantastic okay oh, i am the bridge that connects both worlds <laughs> they did no dude we know as as a younger sibling oh shit to my sister i'm gonna tell you that right <laughs> oh for sure oh. They, uh, <laughs> so my, they ended up moving to my dad got his first official you know posting as a alternate pretty much so basically okay. you have your consulate and then you have like your consul alterno is what do you call it so it's your alternate alternate consulate so that's what my dad that position that my dad took to go out um after his studies and all that jazz and then they went to california actually oh. um and then and then they went from california to texas and then in texas they went in two places so we lived in mccallan eagle pass and then my family's life changed when they moved to McAllen because Moa was born. Oh, God, I sound so conceited. Word. <laughs> when the, the second child came into your life, the youngest, the pride, the pride and joy of the family, the That's young right. child. It's always the number two that they get really well. The sequels turn out really well. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then it, but as, the younger, as the youngest kid, it sucks when, like, your niece comes into the picture or your nephew comes into the picture because it's like, I have trained you well. Like it is now. It's now. Now the attention's on. Now you are the next golden child. <laughs> exactly. Now you're like the baby of the family. So like you can. It's like uh, what like uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like it's no longer Ashley. Now it's Nikki. So it's like. Oh it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the part. Yes, that's the perfect way to put it. You are yeah. welcome. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, when he was in California, from what I understand, it was he was in California. He was still an alternate. And then when they went to Texas, it was a promotion, but we lived the border of Texas. Like, we didn't end up, like, Austin, Houston. No, like, we grew up in the Valley. I, I was born in the Valley. You're a Valley McAllen. girl. No yeah. way. I grew up in, I was born in McAllen, and okay. I grew up in Eagle Pass, Texas. So, shout out Gosh. to McAllen and Eagle Pass, Texas. You were not kidding when you definitely have lived, like, all over the place. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. And like the whole time you're like growing, like you're as you're growing up, you're like you're growing up with like you're moving with like these people, like your mom, your dad, and your sister. Like these are when someone asks me, oh, like how's your family doing? Like don't get me wrong, I love all my cousins and uncles and everything, and but like your family that you grew up with, seeing every single day that you like you re- you resonate like your family, your heart, your mind, everything. It's like your mom, my dad, and my sister, like. And then you reach a point where you grow up and you're like, well, now I'm here. She's there. She's there. She's there. Like everywhere. 
crazy to me. Yeah, it's, um, it's weird. It's like you have your own postings now. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone has their own chapter, like the chapter of this family, the chapter of that family. Yeah. And, and like, and then, and it's, it's so interesting seeing like my immediate family start creating their own chapters. Like my sister with her, first with her marriage, then with her, now with her daughter, me with getting a new job and moving to a new city and growing in like my own and like truly really by myself for the first time mm -hmm. you know like you just it's creating your own chapters and it's just it's wow like now i feel because now i'm seeing everything <laughs> i mean well if you heard the spider-man episode you know i'm doing that like the next eight months so this, yeah what okay so yeah. let me ask you a question since your birthday is coming up yeah when have you stopped counting have you have you hit that mentality where you just like stop counting birthdays in my like after i turned 21 22 yeah as i was nearing like towards 30 i started counting again so like around 27 okay. i'm like okay it's starting to count again um but i think once i hit 30 i'll stop counting and i'll stop caring until i'm close to 40 so it depends I think, I think it's like when you're, when you're nearing certain age marks, like when you're a kid, it's like 16 or 13. If you when you're a kid, you can't wait. Right. You can't, like, can't wait. What is, up, what is up with the universe? Like fucking us with this universe psychology. Seriously. Yeah, when you're it, a kid, you grow up and you're like, yes, yes, yes. And when you're a dog, you're like, no, no, no. It's like homo sapiens. Like they didn't figure out how to like properly evolve with brains. It's like, okay, yeah. Everything's going to seem so slow until you turn like 22. And then it's just going to be blitzing mm. fast. And your brain is like, yeah, what would you do? Like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, something else. Something else would be great. <laughs> this is like um, the worst roller coaster ride I've ever been on. Just I, know ex I, know ex <laughs> I read articles that was like, the older you get, that's just how your brain changes and how it does that. I don't know. But see, like, I'm yeah. so excited to count, like, how old I, like, I, like, I'm, yeah. I feel like my 30s are going to rock. I I'm actually am looking forward to mine, which some yeah. people, some people are like, oh my God, you're like, I remember like everyone is a, as a kid, everyone as an adult would be like, oh, this is the best time of your lives. And, and then they were telling me like, as I was 18, I'm like, well, fuck, everything's going to else is going to be terrible then. Yeah. Um, and it's typically, and I, I, I don't, well, I throw shade. I just don't do it too often, but like definitely it's, it's often people who like, now there are some people that get married right after college and it works and it makes sense. But a lot of the, a lot of them who are saying this are typically people who are like, oh yeah, I had no freedom after that. And I'm like, I feel like you need to restructure your life if that's your like like I've heard people say like after oh college is the best years of your life and I'm like, like no. I hate I had great times no. there but I'm happier now than I ever exactly. was exactly yeah. I don't have the pressure of having to do like all these essays and work and I mean <laughs> it yeah. makes it sound horrible but like it's true like it's just like you're just enjoying and living the best life I'm like like I said nothing nothing wrong with meeting like your soulmate at like 18 or getting married at like 24 or 21 nothing wrong with that not at all not for me yeah uh, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because I yeah I've changed so much then since then seriously I fear I have I have this theory that if you get if you didn't get married like in your early 20s or like later on in your 20s statistically if you get married earlier, the high, the chances of you getting a divorce are higher than you getting married when you're older, okay. like later, like twenty-seven. And that's so, actually fairly accurate to my experience because I've been to I went to seven weddings after college ended. Not kidding. Four of them. How many of those are still married? There four, you go. Like four of them are like divorced or split. Seven. And so 
three of them three made sense so yeah and so i'm like fuck okay I, it made me feel a little better. like i did something right in life yeah i okay i think it's kind of like the like Keanu Reeves I just fucking dodging bullets everywhere I go um just like matrix style and let me make it out <laughs> so is your dad retired we completely jumped the train on we, that one we, we did and we didn't even sorry dad um so my dad is currently so from McAllen from Eagle Pass to McAllen to Eagle Pass to Omaha Omaha to Arizona me and my sister stayed in Omaha you know graduated college got jobs there everything and then from Arizona, my dad was there for like about, I think maybe like uh, two years, I would say, two or three okay. years. And then um, they moved back to, uh, he got sent back to Mexico City to work just like in, like, in the government or in the embassy there. That makes sense. Okay. Back in Mexico City. So. Okay, cool. Yep. So now he's just chilling back in, back in the home country. Cool. So we're hoping he'll get sent back out to work back again in Omaha, you know, closer to my mom, my sister, the the baby. Right. It's easier for me to, to travel to them and then to travel to me. But you know, and we're still. It's, it's honestly, I'd rather do the six hour drive to Omaha than the day flight to Mexico. You know what I mean? Sure, so sure, yeah. hopefully, hopefully he'll he'll be able to finish out. He's still working. He hopefully he'll be able to finish out his last couple of years um, in Omaha, preferably, and then retire in Omaha, and then we'll all be we'll all be together. That's wild. In the yeah. same country. <laughs> So I, I wanted to also touch on one point. It's a bit, I mean, not heavier, but like, I always like to make this point in the podcast whenever it does come up with race, like that there, like the world is more integrated than you think. And so I, ethnically, you are more African than you are Hispanic. Am I right or am I wrong? Or could you school me on that for a minute? Hello. Well, welcome to my classroom. Okay. <laughs> so actually, and I'm surprised because this this I think tends to shock people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've gotten that I've I've gotten Samoan. Mm-hmm. I've been asked if I'm Samoan. I've gotten asked if I am biracial. I'm actually 100% Mexican. Both mama and papa gotcha. are Mexican. Now there probably is merit African like roots deep down. I've heard like like a 23andMe thing, you know, like you know, okay. deep down. I just I don't know, but no, I don't. I have no idea. But immediately, mom and papa, you're also Mexicano. I am a I'm Mexicana. Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. All mm-hmm. right, because I definitely have heard that there there are a lot more African genes in Mexico than you think. Like, and they kind of draw oh, that. One hundred percent. Yeah, and oh. they, and they and they draw that in Encanto quite a bit. Like they show like parts of his family being Afro Latina, as well as his Latina mm-hmm. as well. This theory isn't wrong because yeah. further down south, like once you hit like Central America and then you go down to like to Colombia, Venezuela, um, like Argentina, um, Brazil, like Chile, like you're good, like it's so heavily African, not influenced, but like present, I guess. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Like that little guy, like, like, uh, like, um, uh, Tio Felix from Encanto. Yeah, like you can't, you can't miss him. And I love how they had that. His son and oh god, his son is so cute. His son I and they have a little kid like him. What, he is adorable, and he has like one of the best powers too, of just like being able to talk to talk to animals. At the dog park, you know how much conversation you would your part like we would have today, not just with me, but with like every other dog here. It would, it would never end. It, it, oh my god, no! You'd be like Absolutely. catching all of like the the tea from all of the owners. You'd be like ruling the city. <laughs> all <laughs> and, the all the secrets all the secrets all of them are just coming out in the last couple of minutes like what kind of hobbies do you have and stuff like that i love to sing and dance 
What? No way. I love it. Like, I will have days like when I'm just in my apartment and like I'll turn on some music and I'm just jamming out. Anything. Oh, I definitely went to karaoke last night. <laughs> awesome. I do I do a lot of rap songs for karaoke and people are always surprised when I say that but yeah I've done a lot of rap songs and people are listening that know that know that I've done like rap god from Eminem a lot of problematic words but I've done rap god and I've done Iggy Azalea Fancy I do like Beastie Boys oh Um, god you just like 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 you like I'm impressed thank you because that is not easy I'm sitting here thinking Freaky Friday by Chris Brown a little Dickie's heart and you're actually doing Eminem my god i love the reference though good for you most people don't bring up little dicky as much as i think they should so yeah little dicky is a funny rapper that should be protected at all costs i think like dave is just pretty fucking hilarious in the first place his show that came on hulu is like that was just a have... wacky wacky show so weird I, yeah i agree yeah. I agree, but um, no, I mean, I've, you know, I've had such a good time talking to you, man. Good. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it, too. Like, I've, when you ever have conversations that are just, like, going on tangents all the time, it's a sign that you're having a good time with someone. Right. So I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it, and I would love to have you back and everything sometime. Any, 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 any time. We can talk about, like, oh, my God, we didn't even get to, we didn't even put in some Marvel. That would be fun. I'll have to be for another, I'll have to be for another time. That's okay. But, um. I'm telling you, my teachers, when I was a kid, they, my mom, real, real funny, my mom asked my teacher, I mean, how's she doing? And I think, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but, you know, because I would all, my teachers would always tell me to stop talking in class. My teacher would look at my mom and be like, ma'am, she could talk to a wall and get a good conversation out of it. Like, so. I can see the PTA conference going on right now. It's just like. <laughs> Like I am ex- like I love your daughter, but she's exhausted. Like it's so, talk so much. Oh, oh Joe granted, my speech teacher loved it. Oh, I bet. loved it. Like, math teacher, like, and the thing is that like I like I genuinely like I just I got along. Like my math teacher and I, and this is so ironic because I hate math. She actually like, made it enjoyable because I think I just I I genuinely like her. That's the whole point of teachers. Like if you, they, that's why I hate that it's. It, it's a field that's not patronized oh. and that's not um, supported and they're just hiring anybody that comes off. And I'm like, of course you're going to hate all these classes if you have people that are qualified yet qualified to know it, but not qualified to teach it. Cause they're two separate things. Yeah, very much so. It's two like, but, and, uh, but watch Abbott, Abbott elementary. I know. But Abbott I, elementary. I, I have heard nothing but good things about that show. It's such a good show. It's I've such a good show. I, I'm the kind of like show real. watch. It's, it's, and it's so good. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a teacher. I don't know. I can't, yeah, I can't say that I know anything about education. I just, I, I know I love my, those teachers that I had, I love and still to this day love. If I would have seen them, I'd be like, let me give you a hug. Like that, they make, they show that aspect so well. It's such a good show. Go watch what, it. One Go of the, teachers. yeah. Support your teachers, love your teachers. They're good people. They're, they're people just like, my uh when i had sid and Fabro on Fabro was a former teacher and sid's also done some teaching too and they were like Abbott elementary is way too real i had to i had to like like they i think they had to stop watching at some point because it was just like too many memories floating around in their head <laughs> but uh but yeah hey i'd love to have you back and thanks for doing this hey fan peeps thanks for listening and i'd love any feedback you have for me please follow the facebook page they need a hobby 
and follow us everywhere, social media-wise, under the handle at TNAHpod. That goes for Twitter and Instagram. And one of these days, I'll be super popular. Look at him, look at him. Okay, let me, show you this. let me show you this real quick, though, because he loves, he loves to look at him. Okay, this is Bartholomew. Do you know how excited he gets?